What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of the Have a Day podcast. You may know us, you may not. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get to know you. Uh, if you have heard Bakes and I before, you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. If you haven't heard Bakes and I before, this is going to be honestly like a fun little party week. Um, we're going to try and get together. We're going to try and 30, 45 minutes a week, talk about some funny stuff, shoot the shit, hang out. Maybe we shut our brains off for a little bit on the way to work, on the way home from work, on your lunch break, whatever. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it fun. We're not going to do that. Bakes and I get real stirred up, but it's fine. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenkins. Um, I will be your host for the most part here. Um, my man. I, <laughs> I live uh, just outside of Calgary, Alberta. Um, how we got here? Yeah, like we just, we talk on the phone once a week three hours at a time. Uh, but a year ago, we thought to ourselves, you know what, like, we could probably just hit record on these conversations. And like, they'd be pretty entertaining. So that's what we're going to try and do. Um, big hockey guy, I write for the morning skate for the Calgary Flames. Uh, both of us are big lacrosse guys. We just I like good stuff. Bakes likes good stuff. Bakes. Say hey to everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, Bakes. I'm all fired up. I am assuming 99% of you do not know us. I would love to think that we have brought some people over from another show, which we'll get into maybe later on. Uh, I just couldn't be more excited, fired up about this. We are trying a bunch of different shit. We have never been on camera. We have never done this as uh, professionally as we're about to do it. Um, I live in the Great Lakes uh live right on georgian bay uh, in ontario um it's a winter wonderland got about two and a half feet of snow again um you will notice and this will change as episodes go missing a chicklet uh i was gonna comment on that in. i'm glad you addressed it now well it, i mean I noticed that when you air quoted professionally and that was my favorite part well of no so that's it, it's tough to fill a professional gap with an unprofessional gap. Uh, in the next two months, I'm getting two teeth put back in, have a full-blown LA smile. Until then, I That's mean, what you it, get. It is what it is. I don't think it really takes away from who I am. Uh, couldn't be more excited to do this. Thanks for coming, everybody. Let's get into it. Um, and another thing quickly, when we do get our website up and fired up, Bakes is probably the most knowledgeable non-professional basketball writer I've ever heard in my entire life. He will have NBA content for you on the reg. If you are a member of NBA Twitter, you've definitely bumped into him before. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing we're going to do, this is going to be like a weekly thing. It's called the weekly breakdown. If you have listened to our other show before, you know exactly what we're about to do. About an hour before we record, we just troll Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, whatever. We find a couple things we want to talk about things that are relevant in the news, give our takes, move right on. First thing I saw this week and everyone saw this week is Tom Brady. Um, did he retire? Did he not? Schefter reported very, very surely. Um, Tom Brady going to like set to retire at the end of this year uh, per source. I don't know who that source is because later on in the week, Tom Brady's agent, I believe, reached out and said, you know what? The only person who knows if Tom Brady is going to retire is Tom Brady. And he will announce that when the time is right. Schefter doubled down, was like, nope, I'm sure of it. Um, there is there is like a lot of speculation that now Tom Brady, because he did not get to control the narrative of his retirement, is going to come back and play a spite season. If that happens, I will ascend to the heavens in a ball of flame because that's all I need. That's what I want. Like, ultimate petty move. So, literally before we started, 
And again, I know the NFL, not as well as you do, not even in the same stratosphere. I know the NBA. You made the comparison with him reporting this is the equivalency of having Woj say something in the NBA world, right? Like even if, even if that doesn't make sense to what I've heard, I don't take that with a grain of salt until that's proven. I think there are some dudes who've earned that from us, right? Like to me, it also kind of seems like that could be constructed between Tom and somebody who can blow up an account for a little while to have his agent come out and be like, we didn't say that. Well, who did that? The man's been doing this a long time, both of them. But the one in the media has not made a career out of hot take made up stuff because we wouldn't trust him. That's all I'm saying. I just, I, I do not trust until he doesn't report. He's not retired. Exactly. Right. Like, and, and again, we've had guys who have played into as far as professional athletes are concerned, an advanced age played for the Packers, but then he played for the Vikings and the jets. And I think that was it. He retired officially and still came back and played football. Tom Brady hasn't uh, even officially come out and filled out the paperwork yet. Almost won a Super Bowl with the Vikings, did he not? I honestly don't remember. I think he threw a really bad pass deep into a game. He, That's he, not like he, he, he had success in Minnesota for sure. Like yes. he, he wasn't just washed up. Like he wasn't, I'm not going to say it. I wasn't going to say he wasn't Michael with the Wizards, but I'll get you fired up and I don't want to talk about it because he still played good ball. Um, yeah, so until Tom Brady comes out and says, you know what, I don't want to play bass or, or I don't want to play football anymore. I don't believe it. Um, as much as we've, again, Schefter's earned our trust, but again, this could be one that blows it, especially guys who, you know, the per source guys, you never burn a, you never burn a source. You never burn a, like, but if, if you blow it and you say per source and it's not real, that's, that's a tough one to bounce back from, especially when it is from literally like the most newsworthy retirement that's going to happen in the next 50 years. To, to me, what I'm accusing him of is we won't find out what the per source is because him and Tom had a chat. The sources that we've organized, a media loop that, that yeah. we have, we have that, that I lost and there's still the headline. Mm -hmm. Not that a young man is in his third straight of four seasons Super Bowl. Not that, not that another quarterback in his first full season got a team that's historically dog shit. When the last time they were there, they had the brakes beat off them by Steve Young, <laughs> Joe Montana, which I'm not mad about losing to those dudes, but I just mean it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying there's a difference, right? Because in yeah. my world, I saw a tweet today just talking about the Super Bowl about how Stafford's playing and Eminem is performing, and this is the closest that Detroit's ever going to get to a Super Bowl ever. I hope I hope they're proud and watch and are happy. I I don't know I don't know what to say to that. I'm just the, the only thing that I will leave on this is Vince Carter played more seasons longer, older than than anyone's ever played consecutively in the NBA. He also took a bench role, took a backup role, took a mentor role eight, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. That's not how Tom Brady works. That's not how these guys work. If he doesn't think, he will not come back and embarrass himself. No, and, and that's another thing too, is like I, I screenshotted this the other day because I want to pull up the, the list of stats here. So 
all time. He leads, he is first all time in everything that I'm about to list off. Passing yards, passing touchdowns, wins, lifetime win percentage, Pro Bowls, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, Super Bowl MVPs, conference championship appearances, playoff yards, playoff touchdowns, and playoff wins. All time. No one has done more. He's the most winningest football player, not just quarterback. Yeah. Football in the player playoffs time. and the regular season. Well, that's like, you know, to me, winning a bunch in the regular season doesn't mean fuck all. When I say most winning is, yes, it matters. Tom Brady's never, ever lost eight games in the same season. I hate, dude. Tip of my cap, sir. That's the... That's outlandish. It's dumb. Also, pretty sure he has more playoff wins now this year in that division than Aaron Rodgers does. Oh, yeah. So if he had won another game, he would have taken the lead. Maybe not the lead, but like he would have beaten Mm. Aaron Rodgers for total playoff wins and Super Bowl appearances in the NFC. And everyone's, you know, Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. Aaron Rodgers has only been like winning in first rounds it's like tom brady's been in the nfc for two years and is pushing aaron Rodgers' total win record in the nfc for the playoffs now we we won't get into the idea of who is a better more talented quarterback or down that road today Mm -hmm. uh or ever because it doesn't matter all i'm saying is there are certain people in certain sports you will have to pry serena williams tennis racket out of her fucking hands yeah she, she, we're gonna be six years down the road and they're gonna be like, Serena, you, you're not even ranked. You haven't played in a year and a half. Just yeah, but yeah. I'm better than 90% of them out there. Yeah. So like you, you literally, you them. literally just watched your granddaughter win Wimbledon, like stop playing <laughs> again. But like Michael Jordan, like Mike, you already retired. You came back, dusted everyone again. We get it. You retired, and then you're going to play on a bad team. Yeah, well, there's a couple of people shot their mouths off. I'm going to put 50 up on a bunch of dudes at 40. Mike, no. There's no there's no need. Eh, there's no need. to do it, though. Uh, uh, we, we are both athletes. We're both guys who played for a long time. I love dudes who, who have no ego and get to a place where you know at a certain point the game's going to be taken away from you. So you play every single time you can until that day comes. So shout out Tom Brady, and I really hope, honestly, I will, listen, we know that I'm never going to see my team win a Super Bowl. I will be, whatever team he ends up on, because he's at the end of his contract, whatever team he ends up on, I will ride or die with that team next year, because watching the GOAT come back and play a spite season because he didn't get to control the narrative of his retirement is the coolest thing I could possibly imagine. Anyways. What? What team would he go to? Like, to me, we're going to move on from this, but like, to me, maybe like the 49ers, like he needs to go to a team that is good. Well, and, and the 49ers were like his childhood team. Like he's from California. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, that'd break my heart because I wouldn't yeah. know what to do cheering against him. I know. Like I, the, I got all I needed from the 49ers again this year, because when Aaron Rodgers got drafted, he wanted to get drafted by the 49ers again, hometown kid. And they said, you know, are you disappointed that you weren't drafted by the 49ers? He said, not as disappointed as they're going to be. Uh, he's 0-3 against the 49ers all time in the playoffs, and that's all we have to say about that. Next thing on the weekly breakdown, um, Wordle. I don't know what it is. Like, I know what it is. It's very clearly, like, a game where you guess words, and it's like Mastermind, right, where, like, the yellow square is you got a letter. It's the right letter but the wrong place. Green is both are right. 
it's the game mastermind. But again, why are we posting squares on Twitter? I don't care. Like, I don't care. So the majority of the phones, or sorry, for Christ's sake, the games on my phone aren't actually games. I have zero games on my phone. Oh, I don't. I have a ton because I can't watch TV. I can't just be around. I can't can't do other stuff without Mm -hmm. that second layer of stimulation or taking up my Mm -hmm. my space. Your brain moves too fast. I get it. the games on my phone are luminosity are you know leap there's there's a thousand games are like oh this will make your brain smarter grow up i love the commercials a thousand uh psychologists and psychiatrists said that this will shut up is it going to keep me busy for a minute cool and that's this is all this game is to me It, it is a it is a it's a virtual crossword jumble that's what it seems like to me I looked at it just because we talked about it. I've not played other than today. Uh, Seth Myers talks about it every once in a while on a closer look. Love you, Seth. Um, all you have to do is find the longest word and then work backwards of the most probable letters used to make up and isn't, words isn't in our it language. exclusively five-letter words? Everything I see is, it's always five squares on Twitter. And I just, I don't understand it. Like, I just, I don't get it. And like, there's a guy that we know and we love and we're going to have on the show very soon. He is the biggest culprit of my Twitter timeline for Wordle updates lately. And he is the the only reason that I'm like not against he's on the show. Yeah, he's he's the only reason I'm not like openly against Wordle because like I, I value him and his opinion and his brain. So like, it must be, must be okay. But it's just like, stop posting it on Twitter. I don't care. One, I don't care. There's no difference between this and like, oh, look at the meal I'm eating. Fuck off. Uh, I don't respect his mind is a world-class mind. But that's why he's taking it up with, this is just, uh, what was- Does it automatically share then? Like, is that a thing? No, you know it doesn't. You want you want people to chime in. Do you know how many fucking little square emojis you got to push though to get that on Twitter? I don't want any that's part kind of that. Of, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, it so just seems exhausting. Like it seems sure harder, know you're playing seems harder to get it on Twitter than it is to actually play the game. And this has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. We've now described, have an understanding of what the game is. It's called Wordle, which isn't a fucking word. Also, the, the New York Times bought it today. Oh, well, good for them. Hey. Cheers. Um, I did see a tweet like did anyone is like did anyone bother taking all of the words and see if they spell out some sort of warning about 2022 it's funny I hate Uh, that we're in that place (laughs) we are in that place okay Um, so that's it for the weekly breakdown but again that's kind of what we're into just like we're going to find some stuff we're going to chat about it I'm going to get frustrated over nothing because that's who I am as a person but the rest of the show is going to be for the most part, like positive vibes, shut your brain off. We're just shooting the shit. Um, the first one is actually a segment we've done before on previous editions of you and I talking to each other on the internet. Uh, we call it kangaroo court. Um, essentially what kangaroo court is, I'm going to find something on uh, Reddit on the, am I the asshole page? I'm going to read it to Baker. Uh, he has no idea what I'm about to read him. And we are going to make a judgment between the two of us on whether or not this person is an asshole. So today um, the, Headline is, am I the asshole for getting a guy forced to move seats on a train? Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long, but essentially a uh, 20-year-old female, she's on a train. They have assigned seats 
in certain spots, but yep. you don't have to have an assigned seat. She gets to her seat, realizes there's someone sitting in there, but there's an empty seat beside him. She just pops down in the seat that's beside what is supposed to be hers. No big deal. But dude's in the window seat. Dude has the phone charger. He's working away on his laptop. She doesn't want to bother him. She strikes up a conversation with the lady across the row, having a nice chat. And then her phone battery gets low. She says, hey, uh, would you mind plugging in my phone over on your socket? Like, it'll come, it'll come across. It won't get in the way of your work. Mm. Guy says no. So she asks him again. He's like, no, like, the cable's long enough to reach over the table. He still refused. She asks a third time. He says no again. So she stands up, packs her stuff, and leaves the area. And comes back with her ticket as if she had never sat down in the first place and says, excuse me, sir, you're in my seat. Would you mind moving? Homie gets all flustered. Homie gets really upset. And then one of the train attendants comes up and she asks louder while this person's buzzing, excuse me, sir, you're in my seat. Would you mind moving? Homie gets bounced out of the area. She, he literally just has to move one seat over because that seat is now vacant. So she can sit in her own seat, plug in her, her, uh, her phone. The lady that she had been speaking with across the row has implied that she was the asshole because the lady had offered her socket to charge her phone. But she's like, no, because then it would have been diagonal. It would have been across everyone's like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so she basically says, am I the asshole for getting this guy kicked out of his seat? But her seat. I am outright, no, you are not an asshole. It's, like, it's again, it's Tom Brady pump faking his retirement. It's a little petty, but I'm here for it. Okay. So I want to make sure I'm 100% clear on this. We are talking about a setup of like three seats, right? I believe two. Two was, so is there two, a seat two facing forward, him? Two facing forward, two facing backward window here. Right. He's yeah. on the window seat, which is her assigned seat assigned for her seat. ticket. She's sitting in the aisle seat because it was free and available. Aisle woman she's been talking to who has access to some of these things. Uh, the woman across is also on the window seat, has access to the same thing that she would have if she was but in her problem. Gap, yeah. right? Okay. One, why aren't you sitting in your own seat, fella? So not, not all seats are assigned. So he basically had just like standing room only ticket and got into a seat. Which, whatever then, she asked you. I hope that she said after she has kind of, you know, second, third time again, can you just be a basic human being for me for a minute? Cause you know, damn well, that dude's had his laptop and phone plugged in the whole time. Oh, for sure. Cause we're people, right? That's just mm -hmm. like, that's just who our generation is. And she's not asking for two hours, right? We all know she wants to throw that 40% charge on 50%. Mm -hmm. Help me out. I hope she gave, I hope she said to him at some point in time, that is actually my seat. I don't believe she did. Her, her really big explaining, the first time she said, that's my seat, is after she packed her shit, walked away, and then came back and said, excuse me, you're in my seat, as if they had never met. I think that's funny. Which changes everything. <laughs> that's it? You played yourself. Brother, you thought you were going to be a dick. You and I both know we live in a world where if she wanted to sit in that seat, I'd get up and move. Mm -hmm. Also, as a what we'll call an extra grown man, a venti grown man, I would never choose to sit in a seat that isn't to the aisle. Mm -hmm. If she got up 
Hey, dude, can you just help me out? Hey, be a normal human being. She just packs up her shit and bails. And, and he thinks back. he's won. And he thinks he's won at but, this point. But then to come back in boldface, be like, hi, hi, uh, ticket taker. Uh, that's actually my seat. Can, can you get him the fuck out? Fuck that dude. 2022 to me, 100% women being petty, figure that shit out. If there's a guy who can't be a gentleman just because he is incapable of doing it, drag him. She's so, innocent. She's innocent. He's guilty. He's and the asshole. He's and the, the asshole. other lady. And that's it. We have judgments in the comments because you know I always read like the top comments. So the top comment, it says, not the asshole. You made a beyond reasonable request and he decided to make a thing. He fucked around and found out, which again, we love a fucker and then find out story here and have a day. But we, we have that wake up, choose violence, chaos yeah, energy. For sure. And then the next comment says, but that lady needs to mind her own goddamn business. Well, see, no, it was I the lady. That. It was the lady that accused her. No, 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 not, not our person. The no, lady. that's what I mean. The, the older. Yeah. She needs to mind her own goddamn business, which I agree. She is a, a, um, an accessory after the fact in assholery. Be a friend. Yeah, and that's that's the comment below it. Is seriously, I can't imagine taking the side of a seat thief. So, there's your first episode of Kangaroo Court. Not well, the just, asshole. Just hold on one second. I want to make oh, sure yeah. that we, we we put this in as precedent. Uh, I'm going to sentence him to standing room only. Nice. Forever. Now, two years. But I, I want to make sure you and I are clear on this. If we're sitting across with a older woman is sitting i lie for that young lady oh one billion percent while making eye contact with dude oh yeah and and you don't need to lie for that young lady because that young lady was telling the truth this is my seat well, no but it was like seat. like oh hey yeah no no one's been sitting here <laughs> <laughs> no guilty across the board i don't know why you wouldn't help somebody out it's just dumb like yeah um I like I like that you went to sentencing. It reminded me of um, remember video on trial on Much Music. For anyone who is in the states or another country that is in Canada listening, to this you're not going to understand this reference. But we had a show called Video on Trial where they would take bad music videos and stand up comedians would judge them. But at the end, there would always be a, a weird sentence. Um, the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is uh, it was after an Ashley Simpson video, and the sentence was that Ashley Simpson and her sister has, Jessica Simpson had to dance for him in their underwear, but they were not allowed to look at or touch each other because that would be inappropriate. Boomer. <laughs> was it, was it Boomer? I don't believe so. I believe it was Harlan Williams from- Canadian yeah. national treasure. Uh, he's, in a, he's an employee Deborah of the Giovanni. Deborah D. Giovanni, also hilarious woman. Um, but anyways, that's what it reminded me of when you're like, I sentenced him to standing room only for two years. That was perfect. Um. And now that we're just like on this, I keep looking up and I keep seeing this, this little patch on the bottom of my chin and you have it as well. And we talked about this before the show because neither of us are exceptional with, with growing facial hair, but this is like a fun thing. If you've ever played a sport where you have to wear a helmet and especially with a chin strap, football, hockey, lacrosse, if you are like a dirt biking, like anywhere where you have to wear a helmet with like a hard chin strap, you have this patch on the bottom of your chin. And we stand in solidarity with you because again, we're doing fine, except for this one little like nickel to quarter size patch directly on like the soft spot on the bottom of my chin. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it as far as football as well. 
I need, I need chin strap. Pretty, right? like, pretty limited with my football mm-hmm. experience, but I hope that's true. So that, so that Americans have this as well. Cause to me, we, we said this before we were on air. It was like, to me, I see a dude with that. It just screams to me that dude played hockey or lacrosse at a level that he and I can chat. Yeah. I don't know that dude, but that dude and I have something in common. And for exactly. people who don't understand what this is, is just road rash. This is just an open scab <laughs> for five, six months of the year. Every time you take a big hit, mm-hmm. like, and like literally we both have it. Like this happens so many times you will never grow facial hair here because of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst. Cause like everything else is like, you know what? We're doing fine. We're doing fine. Everything connects, but it's just like, Oh, but you have a patchy beard. Like, no, I don't. There literally is like, this is all new skin once every three weeks. Cause like, I'm still playing hockey. I have a game after we're done recording tonight. One fuck you. My stuff doesn't. <laughs> just just match it all plus was that an apache joke we'll get into another day uh no i just i just love that i think that's one of those hilarious things there and again on this show like i want to find stuff that we all have in common that's one of those stupid things we don't talk about but like that's a that is absolutely okay so that's 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 like our 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 call to action on social so if you follow us on social media you're gonna if you do hear the show i want you to to reach out to us at Jenkins 81 on Twitter at bakes takes one on Twitter. Let us know that you have the chin strap patch. Cause it sounds dumb with the chin strap patch, but like if you have an actual patchy bald spot on the bottom of your chin, because you've played a sport like lacrosse, like football, like hockey, where the chin strap is just consistently running under the, the soft spot of your neck. I want to know about it because I want to know that I'm not alone. I also want to know, do you have a name for it? I've never actually thought about it till right now. Is it's there? Just, it's my chin patch. Well, I've, I've literally, I've called it the patch forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it just, it is what it is. But no, I, I would love to. I want to find more shit like that. We all just have in common. I don't want TikTok. I've seen a bunch of people be like, I want to hey, build all an, young men have I the build same an, freckle halfway up their arm. And then you look and you're like, huh. Do I? Bitch. Oh my God, I do right there. And mine's covered in tattoo, but I do. Snuck in there. That's hilarious. I don't know if that was an actual thing or you would just use an example, but I do have a freckle halfway up my arm. Every one of my male friends in our generation have this, like with within like this much, gotcha, of uh, like of a gap. Everyone has it. I'm sure it's like a pigment line or something that runs through our bodies, but like or because we've all worked outside most summers for our childhood and we're all just slowly working our way towards cancer. It's fine melanoma for the team it's fine cut it out we'll go right back um okay so yeah reach out to us if you have that bald spot we want to know we're going to build an army of bald spot i don't know we're gonna we're gonna come up with a fun name for it but that's an international patchwork there it is all right um so because this is episode one um you actually pitched this and i really like it i want us to tell a story that's going to kind of give our listeners or an idea of what they're getting themselves into spending this 45 minutes a week with us. So it's like a, how did that actually happen story? Or like a, why did I do that story? It's been the bounce of good taste because I'm sure we have ones that hold that line. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I, I actually, I want to hear this story again. Okay. So I've told this story again. If you are a previous listener of our stuff, you're going to know this story, but it's a good one. Uh, when I was 21 years old, I went to the Bahamas for new year's. 
um, to cruise, whatever, was off ship for a day on a beach, took a cab from where they docked us right down to this little beach. There's a senior frogs at one end of the beach and it's tiny little like rinky dink shack, like just like privately owned, like just a dude owned a bar on the beach. And they were selling buckets of beer for $5. And I was like, oh, $5 per beer, right? Something and I'll give you 20 bucks. You give me four beers. Like, no, no, no. You give me a $5 beer, $5 bill and I will give you four beers. Therefore, $1.25 American for a beer. Pretty cheap. Um, so I take advantage of this deal. Um, and my, obviously, because you're on the cruise, you make friends throughout the week. And so we're all piled on the beach. Like there's like nine or 10 of us. And we're just hammering beers, hammering beers, hammering beers. And I see this like flag waving off in the distance says, you know, rent a jet ski. I'm like, holy fuck, yeah. So I wander over, but I'm double fisting beers. Um, the beer in the Bahamas is called Kalik, uh, K-A-L-I-K. It's actually meant to mimic the sound of a cowbell, which is hilarious to me. That's what I found out. I Googled it. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Fun fact, right? It's actually not bad beer either, um, but I'm double fisting them. So I'm like, hey, I want to rent a jet ski. And they're like, so No. I was like, oh, why, man? Like, I'm fine. They're like, well, you're holding two beers. Uh, I was like, oh, 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 understood. And they're like, okay, so walk away. Um, don't come back with those beers and we'll talk. And I said, okay, cool. But what I heard, so what, I, what they said was go, get rid of the beers, come back. What I heard was go, make those beers disappear as fast as you can and then come back. So I did. I literally turned my back, walked 60 feet power bomb like stone cold steve austin with glass i was just i wanted you to hear like da 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 um <laughs> did that um put the beers back in like the bucket of ice i was going to return after came back i'm loaded at this point i have maybe 10 11 light beers in me at this point i'm like oh you have no more beers i'm like yeah i want to run a jet ski like okay cool how many beers have you had today i was like um they're like how many beers have you had today and i was like oh just those two and they're like, oh, good. You're getting, you're getting the, the concept of like, we're not going to actually tell you no, as long as you answer our questions yeah. dishonestly, but appropriately. So they give me the waiver. I give them the cash. Um, and they tell me, you know, take it out to just the buoyed off area and the, the deep stuff. Like once you get out there and stay on the track and don't open the throttle all the way up to which I hear, well, we've been playing these nuanced little word games you know, go make those beards disappear. Don't go wide open on the throttle. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. I just got to be far enough away. You can't yell at me. And I open this son of a bitch up and this guy's blowing a whistle and fucking waving at me. <laughs> Come get me at this point, dude. So at this point now, like I'm running a risk of pissing off the guy who rented me the motorcycle or the motorcycle, the jet ski, who can then call the Bahamian police. And I almost caught a DUI on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean um because i was just a drunken buffoon and i tried to come back a second time that day to do another uh 30 minutes. you tried to come back <laughs> uh, after having probably the five audacity. Six, seven more i'm the audacity. oh audacity was on sale in the bahamas that day and i, I bought it all um and i walked back and the guy literally just saw me and i never even got up to the table like 40 50 feet away the guy goes no no that's it Never said a word, never said why I couldn't just, nope. And the worst part was like, I had 12, 16 beers at that point during the day. And I knew, I was like, you know what? Fair. You have a good day. Thanks for the good times. And I fucked up. And then trying to get back onto the ship. For international listeners, 15-ish beer there, two at home, (laughs) eight 
90. Yeah. And I live way up high in the Rockies in the high altitude. So it was fine for me, right? Like I'm back at sea level. Um, but then the worst part about the rest, and that's actually a real thing. Um, but then the worst part of the rest of that day is we're, we're going back to the boat and everyone's going back at the same time, right? Cause it's like, be back here at this time. Right. But because the ship itself is American, you have to show your passport and go through customs every time you get on and off the ship. And they have to check you to make sure, sure you're not yeah, bringing any, because yeah. like, again, they make their money selling your liquor. So they make sure you're not bringing any liquor on any boot or any whatever. So you have to go through the whole security checkpoint. But again, I've been drinking since the sun came up. It's like sunset. And I've been in the sun all day. I have to piss so bad. And my room's way at the front of the ship and we board at the back. I almost blew up like five staff and like 10 other guests. I'm a big person just running through the hallways. So I don't actually piss my pants <laughs> running back. To my we survived. We did not get a DUI. We had a wonderful time. I met Magic Johnson that week for like 10 seconds, but again, too drunk to deal with it. So I just said, hello. And he signed a napkin that I put in my pocket and then went into the ocean. So that napkin never survived. But yeah, that's that's my story. That's what you're getting yourself into by joining me on this journey here at Have a Day. I'm excited just because I don't have some like fan picks because like that's a great tale. I, I forgot you just packed up all your just bold face confidence and audacity stuffed it in your swim shorts and was like they'll let me back on these there's i'm, I'm I broke more drunk every single rule could have went to jail i broke every single rule that they had and probably about five laws that was 10 they years had ago. faith they had faith in you and yeah. you were you you, I you returned their faith with i i genuinely i bet you on like the inside of it because they have like a like a cabana tent it's yeah. just constantly on the beach that they like they zipper up and oh, there's like, pictures of you to this day in that yeah. tent. But I guarantee you, they have like my picture just like slapped on the inside, like never ever rent to this person. And I don't look that much different than I did ten years ago. Now the, the problem is, and for the listeners, is he's a half a baker's dozen feet tall, right? Like Jenkins is six six, strolling around as just the tallest white dude in a place where like, it's not like you blend in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. Oh, okay. well, Tell me your story. Cause I know a uh, ton of yours and I'm curious. As well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you an today. This one. Just based off of the story you just told, would you rather a story about me almost catching a DUI being completely oblivious of the rules or doing something dangerous where someone turned a blind eye to how fucking polluted oh, I was. Definitely the second. So, I live in a small town up north. It is a tourist community though. So, we we, we, we have a bowling alley, because of course we do. We got rock and bowl. Everyone's got their own version of rock and bowl. You know, strobe lights, rock and roll music. Bowlerama. Right, like, it, it is what it is. So, Three, four years ago, uh, maybe four or five years ago, before the pandemic, we get an axe throwing set up inside of the bowling alley. Not recent. So let's all just agree. No one's ever went to a bowling alley and thought, this is a professionally run, respectable, high quality, tip top organization. You got someone huffing shoe cleaner. You got a bunch of young dudes just licking cheese off their fingers, getting high between every single round. So that is the young man. And I mean, he could have been me 
when I was 16 or 17 years old, we go over. We've been bowling hour, hour and a half. We've probably dusted 25 drinks between the three of us. We go in. He says, can't have any drinks in here. He can barely open his beat red eyes. Sure, bud. So literally, we order a couple of drinks over. It's us and a family having a birthday party. That's your first mistake. Yeah. There is a very, for anyone who's not been axling, there is a very thin partition between. And it's usually a, like a chicken wire cage. Like it's not a wall. Best case, chain link fence. Yeah. So you can see us. So dude says, do you guys want an example? Do you want to be shown how to do this? Hard no. We know how to do this. None of us have done this before. Yeah. Do you though? Obviously not. I'm surprised you didn't shit out like a this is in my blood thing, but. (laughs) (sighs) Now I'm mad. Uh, He goes over to the other because we're like, no, we'll figure it out. We take literally one throw each. I peg my first one. From after that, it's literally just, honestly, to anyone who's listening, it's a distance thing. Just find where your rotation is. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to this dude explain to this poor family having a birthday, a bunch of like six, seven-year-old little girls who are not strong enough to throw a fairly heavy hatchet. Can't get it figured. They let them go closer. I gasp. If it bounces off of there, it could hit somebody. That's none of my business because we're having fun. We get going. I win the first three rounds with my two friends. I found the distance faster than them. And I said, I mean, a mohawk. I got this in my blood. I'm, I'm throwing so hatches and tomahawks. I'm so throwing you hatches. Say it. I, I've been throwing tomahawks since before European contact. So my friends and I get a laugh. The dad beside us says to his daughters, watch the Indian throw tomahawks. Now I've brought this on myself. <laughs> I don't know that dude. And you know, shout out to, shout out to Bart, Fred, we both know. Uh, also, half of a human being compared to me puts his hand on my chest and says, if you're going to talk to him, put down that weapon. not a big deal we move on so i've been exchanging out hatchets because the dude is like sharpening axes on a grind wheel in the back but again every 15 20 minutes they screw off outside come back in smelling rastafarian uh he's then showing the next group after they leave and i heckle them on the way out it's neither here nor there next group comes in To prove a point, I say to Buddy, yo, can I throw two of these at once? (laughs) He looks me dead in the face. Yeah, I guess if you're you're twice as careful, bruh. (laughs) Unreal. Pin one dead nuts bullseye. The other one hits handle first, bounces back further than where I'm standing. He says... Suppose that's why we're not supposed to throw them two at a time. You probably should have caught it, to be honest. Howard. Should you though? 
I think just zing the it back. Main, the, the, the main story of this is it is one of the most things in the world other than we were there for at least two and a half hours. They brought us like five pitchers. Because a 16-year-old in charge of training you for a castle siege shouldn't be high shit and in grade 10. The last one I throw, full Nolan Ryan. Leg kick, tucked her behind my back. There's no wall behind the plyboard wall. No, you split the plywood in half, didn't you? Goes right through. <laughs> like, it breaks and then closes. Yeah. We hear a metallic slam. It hit the outside wall. There is no cinder block. There is no brick. It's just This fucking tin. thing almost ended up in the parking lot. <laughs> so we've never been back. Yeah, that checks out. All right. So <laughs> now you guys know us a little bit better. Um, we'll probably have more of those as we go along. This we have lots of stories between the two of us. This show was called Unsupervised. This show was actually, while we were floating names coming up with this, we almost called this show Unsupervised. Um, but this is basically it. We're, we're here quite unsupervised. But again, just shut your brain off, hang out with us for a little while, driving to work, driving from work. That's all we're here for. <laughs> and on that note, the end of every episode is going to take a significant upswing in the mood. So the last two things we're going to do, uh, the first one is called This Week in Appreciation, where basically we're going to go around the Thanksgiving table, talk about some shit we're really appreciative of. Could be something that happened, someone we know, someone we met, something we heard. Um, and then we're going to finish off every week with the good vibes of the week, where we're just going to find something that like really is like a joyful thing to hear about. And we're going to end every week on just like a positive fucking note, because with our previous show, we've ended some shows on some pretty frustrating events and it makes, it makes getting to the end of the recording very, very difficult. So we're not going to do that anymore. So makes, what is your submission for this week in appreciation? So this week, what I want to appreciate is two people. So the two people I want to appreciate is the young man who I refer to as my little brother, uh, who's taller than me, which is tough. I like to call him my little brother, but at the same time, I'm not certain moment to moment. He's not more mature than me. So I don't know if it's satire, like calling him short or tiny. That's neither here nor there. Uh, I never actually... It never crossed my mind that we could do this. That this would be something we could do. That this could actually be maybe something that if we work hard at it, could be the rest of our lives. Even though, without knowing, both of us have been practicing to do this our entire lives. So I have a friend who lives an entire continent away from me. Who got me into this thing on another show. Shout out to VT. Shout out to Vitamin Thoughts. Thanks for giving me a chance, brother. Um, I'm appreciative of Jenkins, just having somebody, we all know that second person, it's just my wife, you know, my wife goes upstairs. I'm married, you know, I, I could be with her. We're doing this, but she's sometimes. excited. What? Blows me away sometimes. I mean, if you she wasn't who she was, she should be on the show. She's one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, I'm blown away and appreciative that she lets us spend time with her, that she loves me in my life. But I mean, to, to have people who support and want you to have fun 
and let you shoot your shot and live a dream. Those are things we should be appreciative of. I love Jenkins. I love my wife. It's you need people in your life who make it easy, not people that make it hard. I'm pissed because you stole. I should have let you. I should have let you go first because I knew you were gonna fucking do that. Cause <laughs> this week, I would like to appreciate you. Um, so we've been talking about this for about a month now. We've run into some stuff. I lost a very, very dear friend this week, last week, sorry. Um, it's been a stressful week. We have been aiming for, let's, we want to start this thing on February 1st, but we want to do it right. We want to have a website. We want to do this. We want to do that. And none of that got done until this afternoon. But to have you understanding that like life got in the way for a bit and like, again, more important things than this got in the way. Um, and then you sat on the phone with me for an hour today. We got a website. We got a new email address. We got this, like things are in motion and, and you moved your day around so that we could do this, made our schedules work. Flexibility is huge. You know what I say, the best, the best ability is availability. And you've always had that for me. And again, there's places in this space where I have a little more knowledge and you've allowed me the opportunity to just ex explore that. But again, with you, you keep me in line a lot of the time. So that's that. Secondly, um, there is a young lady who uh, is actually going to be doing a lot of this for us, um, who's going to be building our website. Um, we're going to talk about her later on, and we might actually have her on the show. Um, she's building something humongous for us. She has a very successful business of her own, um, and she is taking the time out of her schedule to do this as a favor to myself, who is a good friend of hers, and for a guy who she's never met before but believes in because she's heard him speak on a podcast before. Um, she's showing us a tremendous, tremendous amount of faith and is doing us a huge solid. And anything you see from us, from socials to uh, to posts, to clips, to a logo, to a website, a lot of it is going to be largely based in what she's done for us. And I'm really grateful for her as well. Literally, I, I believe I said to you when you were explaining to what she's, and I, I mean, gifting us, bringing to us, I believe... I said, I want to have enough knowledge to not like stupid, but I, I'm going into meetings and sit downs with, with that professional adult ass woman, just hat in hand. What do you think we should do? And that's it. Um, I was, I was texting with her the other night and she asked me like, you know, what do you yeah. guys have in mind for a logo? And I basically pitched her like the idea that we've been throwing around, which yeah. hopefully we're going to get to, to throw up on some social. So I won't spoil it yet. And she goes, Oh, like, well, what program have you been using? I'm like, I, bitch, I've been doodling on fucking printer paper. She's like, cool, scan them <laughs> yeah. and send them to me and I'll run through a program and I'll have a digital logo for you. And there's, she's going to try and animate it for us. Like, it's going to be incredible. But again, like when you say hat in hand, like we're both like, we're not knowledgeable in this space. We're two assholes who bought pretty expensive microphones and bakes who still needs to buy a camera, but we're going to get there as well. Like we're, we're learning this as we go. And she's been hugely, hugely helpful and we haven't even started yet. So shout out. Um, yeah, I like I like ending the show on like this this like good vibe stuff. So, last thing, good vibes of the week. Um, I saw a video on Twitter. Um, the only thing I hated about this video is that this woman is wearing a Boston Red Sox jersey because you and I are both diehard Jays fans. Um, Ninety-five-year-old Maybell Blair uh, taken batting practice, and again, not the bat speed we need for the pros, but again, plate discipline, awareness, good form, solid follow through. 
she's 30 years older than I'm ever going to be in my entire life already. And she's still swinging a goddamn baseball bat. Good for her. Um, unreal. Just like seeing people just like way cooler she, than you. She was a professional ball player. She was, she played in the all American girls professional baseball league, which before most our people, parents were born, which most people will know from a league of their own. That was a real actual league. Um, she was a professional baseball player 70 years ago and is still I, swinging the bats. I probably won't live to 70, let alone 70 more years than where I'm at now. It, one that's at least 15, probably 20 years longer than I have any intention. Yeah. But that's not the point here of imagine having the audacity to twist like that above 55. <laughs> My <laughs> body will not. We, we, we used them. I'm, I'm 30. I play slow pitch and my spine almost comes out of the back of my head. Every time I swing a bat, we are here for a good time. Not a long time. She's here for both. She's taking BP She's 95 it. years old. She is cooler than both of us put together. Ever can, will can, be. can we also not gloss over her name is Mabel. Maybell. Not Mabel. Eh. Maybell. Wait. Oh, cool. that's, I think that's, I think that's more, that's a hat and a hat. Mm -hmm. I just feel like. She is exactly the thing I needed to see. Watch, please, if, if you can put that link out, oh, yeah. please watch the joy of well, whatever she's having that is. a time. And and she's playing that that Suzuki baseball, that Ichiro baseball, where she's putting balls on the ground in play, level swing. She's placing that bitch wherever she fucking wants that ball to go. Unreal. Shout that's, out that's, to my dad. She's keeping the heart of that bat in the contact zone like two seconds oh yeah that's baseball she's covering the plate so yes that is that is my good vibes of the week is that there is hope that potentially you and i may live long enough to still be this cool one day probably not but there is hope and that's all we can ask for um if i if i can hold a bat at an advanced age let alone swing one let alone rock my team's jersey and take bp in a cage i'm into it i love it it makes me so happy seeing this stuff. Now. Now. I'm not ever having kids. Sorry to throw this at your, I'm going to show up at your family reunion. You are a great grandfather. And I'm to bring my own bat. And I'm talking high socks, full belt, white oh, yeah. pants, pulled up to the knee. I am out there. If I get paralyzed, I get paralyzed. I'm going to try to go yard off one of your, your descendants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I out there, 80, 85, 90 years old, swinging to put one into the trees. Maybell, spirit animal of the week. Just keep doing you. Yes, that is our good vibes of the week. Okay, so that is it. Because we're ending on such a positive note, we don't have any frustration to work through. Shout out to you guys for riding along. This is going to get crisper. It's going to get cleaner. It's going to get a little better. But again, we're learning as we go. Um, but yeah, that's have a day, episode one. So have a great day. Have a great week. I hope you're, whatever you're doing, I hope it's just spectacular out there. Thanks for riding along with us. Get out there. Have a fucking day. Have a fucking day. <laughs>